Uh, we're not going to do a cold open. We're just going to jump on in. We're doing it. Play the theme music. This is the open. Yeah. We're doing it. With yep. some meta. I'm very excited to have a live in-studio guest. We do not usually have these. This is like what a real uh-huh. grown-up podcast does. Yeah. We even bought new headphones, can so now we it? can keep doing it with more great. people. It's pretty great. We have done an interview once, but... Never had an in-studio guest. Yes. This is a huge deal. This is the first ever C2R cinematic draft extravaganza. I'm too excited to delay any longer. Let's jump right into it. Hey, Angie and Jeff. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? I got a movie in my head. You want to see it? was fun r.i.p logan roy hope you're <laughs> caught up with succession if not spoiler go watch it if not i mean why aren't you watching this in real time yeah if you're listening one of the this, greatest dramas on television of all time it, so it's your own fault if you're listening to this you're online you probably know you're on the web you this know your way around you can click around and try your best anytime this won't air until a couple weeks so we're giving people a couple no, weeks to catch up way more advanced notice than anyone deserves yeah so i don't know if you noticed but there is a third voice in the mix we are joined by c2r research czar tony tony's in the house hello tony Tony. (laughs) okay calm down Calm down. <laughs> it's very exciting. Everyone calm down. And a live audience, even. And a live audience who paid to see, what is that from? I think that's from uh, Stepping Out. Yep. <laughs> uh, yes, hi, hello. Welcome back to Cruel to Rewind, formerly the world's greatest underground Chicago-based movie podcast. Um, now I don't know what it is. Now we're underground in Genesee County. Genesee County's finest. It's got to be. Barely. Film. And also, I thought this was going to be a meatball salad episode. I'm sorry. I was thinking movies. I was thinking C2R. I was thinking meatball salad because um, it's the format's different. Well, so much of this Nobody show- Nobody knows what's happening. So much of this show happens in the edit, so it could very well transform into- you Fix it in post, whatever. I think it needs to be like a mashup of the theme songs. We can try. Drop that in. Very much like a meatball. Just mash it together. Yeah, mash exactly. Together. That's, the whole, that's the whole idea of the- Pork, turkey, beef- Show, yeah. Yep. Smash it up. Pork for fat content. Yum a dum dum. So what are we doing today? We are trying a new format, a new kind of content for you, our dear listener. We're doing our first ever movie draft. And we have a real expert on our hands. That's why research czar Tony has joined us today all the way from Sammamish, Washington. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And I'm the expert because I've listened to a lot of these. Yes. Um, and done some with my friends. And uh, I'm really glad that you guys let me just program this episode. For I you. love it. 
I love it. I love uh, taking requests and giving the people what they want. And I've never done a draft of any kind. I have a confession. Me neither. I had a lot of questions and you're like, it's just like a sports draft. And I was like, mm -hmm. exactly. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I've never. It's just like all the NFL drafts that you've ever watched. I've never watched All of the draft. drafts that you've talked about and cared about in your life, Angie, <laughs> which I know you have. Ah, so. spider. We've got fourth guest in the studio Yuck. with us. Daddy long legs. Ooh. It's a real, it's a real Michigan basement. Yeah, that's with right. With the daddy it long is, legs. It is damp. It is cool. It is crawling with spiders. All right. So, the parameters of of this draft, Tony. Do you want to uh, explain? If you don't mind me putting you on the spot. Yeah, sure. Um, movie draft. So, we the the way I've typically seen these done is uh, people pick a year or some other kind of theme, and they pick a number of categories, and then. They choose a draft order and then they have to fill out those categories as if they would like a, a team mm -hmm. and the movies are their team, if you will. Mm -hmm. And um, it's completely subjective. Uh, you have to pick things that fall within the parameters of the category, but otherwise the winners and losers are decided in your own heart. It's just, it's just <laughs> a, that's just, it's just kind of, kind of a thing. So, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and so this, for this draft, we decided to do what we decided to, instead of picking one year, we talked about doing a, um, a range of years, right? Yeah. yeah. My idea was, um, I thought high school years would be kind of fun because you two are about the same age, about a year apart, but high school at the same time. I was a little bit younger, so the whole dynamic of Cruel to Rewind is kind of fun because right. in Pick a Year, Jeff and I are watching very different movies. Yes. You and I are watching very different movies, so that's why I thought, like, let's pick a, a good range. And yes. the, I feel like a lot of the movies I do like to pick for the show are late 90s, early 2000s, so... Correct. Right in your wheelhouse. And one year is an ocean of time, developmentally speaking. So it's interesting to see yeah. what you and I were into in that period of time. So, And I appreciate you giving us a big basket to choose from. 99 to 04, I believe, is the years yes. that we're... 1999 to 2004, including Jeez. everything in those years, regardless of when we started or stopped school, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So where... Angie, where were you in... Between, in between the years 1999 to 2004. I was 13 to 17. So eighth grade to graduating high school. Yep. Cool. I was 17 to 22. See, that not that crazy? Like That's pretty wild. It's very that, different times. Isn't that wild? Like eighth grade? I mean, I know. Wow. You know, high school to college, eighth grade. Yeah. It's yeah. a big. It's such. A, it's so funny. It's such a big gap when I think about it. Yeah. So I was kind of in between you guys. I was mm -hmm. 1999. I was uh, 16 through 2004. Um, 21. Yep. And so. we were in different places. So mm -hmm. I was in small town going to high school. You were high school in college in East Lansing. You were mm -hmm. in Chicago mostly for that time. I was mostly in Chicago. Yeah. So. Not seeing a whole lot of movies, to be honest. I mean, oh really? Not contemporaneously. It was hard to see movies out there. There was one theater That's true. that I'd go to to see, like, it was kind of by Pequods that AMC. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. In Chicago. Oh, I know where Chicago. that is. Yep. Fire up Blue Devils. <laughs> um, yeah, I saw a lot more movies in high school. High school, because you know, 
Yeah. We probably went to the same theater that. Oh, yeah. The, the Outer Six. The Outer Six. Celebration. Celebration. Days. $5 Tuesdays at NCG, which yeah. is still a thing. Wow. 20 years later. Is it really? I think so. That's I'm amazing. pretty sure it's still $5. The greatest uh, commercials before the movies at NCG. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the, the little uh, guy? Yes. The uh, little uh, anthropomorphic f- film guy? Yes. Yeah. That guy. Um, uh, Lansing Community College had some great stuff, some great commercials. There was a really bad commercial about uh, Pizza Face Patty. Pizza Face Patty, yes. Someone struggling with acne, I'm sure. Couldn't be made today. Calling someone Pizza Face was a real self-esteem booster. But And Becky Boshenkolka. Becky Boshenkolka, of wow. course. But of course, <laughs> these are mid-Michigan references. Um, this is an interesting time period because I feel like it's the first time choosing for myself as an adult, um, more adult entertainment, choosing for myself and and realizing in a way what a quality film was. I mean, some of these haven't aged well. You're going to find out, uh, what I thought was quality back in the day, but it's, it's for the first time you're choosing to go see a drama at the theater. Mm -hmm. I feel like. As yeah. a seventeen-year-old, and it was a better time for dramas. Too. Yes, there were lots of different kinds of movies in the theater. Yes, at any given time. Not to say anything about our current current slate of of choices, but Go ahead. it tends to be Go off Mario and Marvel, and yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe some some um, some reruns. Yeah, but you know, I feel like you go to the theater in nineteen ninety nine. You could pick from one of like eight or ten. Movies, all comedies, yeah, the dramas, list that you indies, can pick from. It's action movies. Yeah, it's like four to five movies tops. Yeah, that's why every once in a while we're like, let's go see a movie, and then we're like, let's not no. go see a movie. Everything stinks. <laughs> Actually, we did that this uh, over Christmas break, Christmas time, and Christmas break. I'm thinking of high school. Um, we did over Christmas time. We were like, let's go. You know what sounds good? We just want to go to a theater because you don't go a whole lot anymore. And we picked. Um, what was it called? Violent Night? Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Um, it was bad, but it was so fun. Just, it, yeah. I mean, the movie experience is still fun, and it was just like a stupid, violent action movie, but David Harbour was fun. It's it's very much of the, what would you call it? A shit post as a movie mm-hmm. school of film. There's a lot of those now. There's a lot of those now. Th- those are commonplace. And this one did happen to be fun because David Harbour... His performance is earnest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He played a really good Santa. Like, what if a Reddit post became a movie? <laughs> the, the <exact laughs> Cocaine bear. Thank yeah. You. Yes. And then we Red tried field. to do that again. We had such a fun night. It was, such, it was just like a perfect movie night. And a couple, few weeks later, we're like, let's do that again. And we looked at the list and we were like, wow, like nothing. Like nothing. Yeah. You want to see Shazam 2? No? No. Fuck it. Go away. Yeah. Oh. No. Yeah. Black we should have Adam. seen Black Panther in the theater, but again, it's still Marvel. But sure. It was fun to watch at home, but yeah. Nemor. I mean, my friends and I used to go. We went every Tuesday. There's always something yeah. to see. You could pick anything. Yep. We always went to movies. I was such an avid moviegoer at one time. This falls outside of the draft, but I, I saw Cutthroat Island in the theater because we had run out of other things to see. <laughs> one of the most famous bombs in history. All right. I think we're ready to get started. I'm nervous. I'm excited. Never done this before. Yeah. So what are we doing now? Let's 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 inform the rules, folks. Yeah. So we're gonna do a draft order now, right? Um, Correct. 
which order do we go in? The the genre. Which order are we? Is does it not matter? Pick, yeah. Whoever's first in that round can pick the you genre. Can pick whatever genre. And then you we want. follow the genre. Everyone else. No. Oh. You could pick whatever you want at any given time. Comedy oh. could all come off the board last for everybody. That's all part of the strategy. I. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. I'm doing so it's kind of like strategy. Yes. Okay. Oh, the strategy. The strategy. So it's like how in like football when you're picking positions, like probably you're wanting to pick your quarterback first, maybe in your well, first round. Look at you. Right? Is that how it works? Draft expert. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's making sense now. I was like, okay, what order do we go in? Let's okay, say, so any order. Like, let's say there's a dearth of quarterbacks available. That could be like action movies. Okay. You know? Okay. I don't get it. So I get to spin it. Whoever goes first, then we're just off. We'll we're just off. go. Off to the race. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Let's do it. Jeff. It's B. Jeff's the first pick. First pick of the draft. Now, Prince qu- Jeffrey. Oh, question. So, how what? do we know who goes second then? Do I that? I get to spin it again. Spin it again. Okay. So, can I do it now? Yes. Okay. So, Jeff, I'm going to remove Jeff. Okay. So then, Angie Tony. No yes. All right. Guest gets to go last. I'm, but then you get to go first. But I get two picks at number I know. three, which okay. is actually that's actually my favorite spot in the draft. Okay. Look who knows so much, eh? So we've got drama, comedy, action, crime, horror is all one category. We've got blockbuster. Now, is there a dollar amount cutoff for the blockbuster? The, thre- blockbuster? the threshold for blockbuster is $100 million domestic. Got it. Domestic. Thank you for that. Yes. Money, money, money. We've got wild card. And Tony, what kinds of films might appear in the wild card category? Any damn film has ever existed. Okay. Anything. Okay. And finally, we've got the Oscar category, which I believe includes nominations. (laughs) All nominees. All nominees. Yep. Pretty broad. My list is only winners because I did not know that. But that's okay. I think we're learning. You only want winners. We're learning together. You only like winners. I I really like the the ones I came up with. You don't like lose. You don't like films that lost Oscars. Loser films. No way. You're a perv and a loser. Losers. Oh, okay. Yes. We're so known Jeff, for our impressions. Yes? You get to go first. <laughs> oh, this is so much pressure. Oh, my God. All right. I'm, I'm, ready, I'm ready to record your picks in my okay. spreadsheet. All right. <laughs> go down the... Uh, what is this, bro? Uh, watch the Throne. I'm not going to say the name of the song. Um, it is... Let's see. Okay. Well... A lot of my choices are very autobiographical based on the experience I had in the theater while watching them. For my first pick, from 2004, I've got to choose a comedy. I've got to go with Anchorman. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. Great pick. I knew it. 2004 was such a transformative time for comedy, I feel. Um, Just breaking a lot of barriers. I remember watching this with my brother in the theater, my brother Matt, um, in the handicapped seats because the, the theater was packed, ready to see a Will Ferrell movie. Everyone was excited. Yeah. At times, there were crickets. Like, the the audience as a whole didn't seem to get it, but my brother and I were losing our shit. 
And I just, I love that memory in the theater of That's just crazy. cackling and turning around and, <laughs> and not. Wow, no like, laughs. Being like, ah, weird. wait, are we watching the same thing? It was like weird. So that's that's a great theatrical. People hadn't caught on to like that Judd Aptow kind of humor yet. Not yeah. yet. They it were still in, still into the, I guess, what was like the, they were still into the like. A dodgeball. What was, what do you call dodgeball? What about like Wedding Crasher? Like that, was that yes. before? Like I feel like that, like the more the. I saw Wedding Crashers in theater twice. Macho Huge pills. laughs. Yeah. Huge laughs. Yep. Absolutely. I don't remember. I don't think I saw Anchorman in the theater. I think I saw it a little bit later because I think I was one of those who didn't quite. I, I just was like, what is this? And I never ended up seeing it until later. But I never saw it in the theater. I mean, I, Christina Applegate is one of my, she's kind of one of my favorite actresses of all time them. from so many different things. And I always thought she was so funny. So mm-hmm. she was a really fun mm-hmm. comedic actress. Is it your favorite Will Ferrell? I think it's got to be. Yep. It's got to be. Uh, I, don't, I don't think it's my favorite. Just that. I got not my either. favorite. Me too. The well, man. It's for me. It's not even in this time range, so it wouldn't have been oh, picked. Okay. But it's definitely. Is it so after? Yeah, it's definitely Step Brothers. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Yes, this would <laughs> this movie begot Step Brothers for sure. Yeah. Yes, just it it perfected the brand of adult man child tantrum based humor, and uh, that's why I love it forever. And what category did you take it in? Oh, comedy. Okay. I took it in comedy. All right. Comedy off the board. That's a strong, there's a strong comedy um, mm-hmm. few years here. So that's. Yes. Is it my turn? Is it my turn? Is it my turn? It's Angie's turn. It's Angie's turn. <sighs> this is the most important pick of my whole draft. And I was going to be very sad if I didn't get to pick it. But kind of similar to changing comedy at this time. This is a big year. I have to pick Mean Girls for my comedy oh. category. <laughs> That's a correct answer. Is that also 2004? <laughs> yep, 2004. Okay. And I think because all the comedies that I was obsessed with were all, I mean, male-driven. Yep. They're all men. They're written by men. I mean, I was, grew up watching Big Daddy like every other day. Prove it! Which is great. I love Adam Sandler. But this, this uh, was a new time for comedy for... Like, oh, yeah, ladies can write stuff and be really funny. And if we didn't have Mean Girls, we wouldn't have Baby Mama. We wouldn't have Bridesmaids. Mm -hmm. Like one of the best ensemble comedies comedies of all time. So it was like. Yeah, that movie's a central part of uh, Tina Fey's rise to dominance, I would say. She's someone I look up to a lot. So it was a cool time. Yeah, I I don't think I did either. I can't remember. I I find. there's a lot of movies I don't remember seeing in the theater, but I just know I yeah. did. But this was one of the movies I've rewatched the most of all. I mean, my friends and I watched it all the time. Yeah. It's so, it's quotable. I mean, it's everything you want in a comedy, but it was Stop making X driven. happen is still something that I say a lot. Yeah. Radio stations across this nation have, I'm not a regular mom, I'm a cool mom. Yes. Loaded as a drop. Mm. Like, it's just so influential. Yeah. That's a great pick. Um, very strong. Yes, it's a very important comedy. So, way I'm to go, so glad Queen Bees. I got to pick it. Good. So you were kind of surprised. So this wasn't the one. That was the one I thought that you were trying okay. to load up. So it's still open for me. Okay. Oh, so now I get it? two. picks. I don't remember what we were talking about. Yeah, I get two picks, and I. Rooney's. It's been really interesting because I didn't know, really know what direction that you guys were going to go in. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of going blind and. 
Um, that music is stressing me out. <laughs> Maybe you'll make a mistake. I'm trying to vamp a little bit so I can <laughs> delay making my pick. Because um, <laughs> I'm trying to, trying to, it's like, should I do something strategic and get something I think you guys might go for, or just? Start... I don't know how to be strategic, strategic with this because because you don't know what I'm gonna get. I feel like all I'm like, there's no way they're gonna pick any yeah. of mine. That's why I was worried about Mean Girls. Yeah. I'm like, I think that might be on the table, but everything else, I'm like, no. It's it was a, on my list as a backup. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's an interesting content experiment, yeah. this draft. And there's also categories that are thinner. Yeah. So yes. in order to hedge against that, I am going to take an action horror thriller off the board and go with um, and go with Spider-Man 2. Oh, okay. From 2003, I believe. Excellent. And I'll draft it in that category. It's also... Could have also been drafted in Oscar. Yeah. For what? And Blockbuster. I think it was nominated for Best Visual Effects. Oh, and that is, so that was Tobey Maguire years. Correct. Yes. Right. Okay. Long Correct. thought to be the greatest superhero movie ever made. I still think it is. Yeah. It, it still is. I rewatch well it. Be. Yeah. I rewatch it every year or so. Yeah. Um, in preparation for this draft, I threw it on and I discovered I have the version with the Sam Raimi commentary. Oh. <laughs> and it's really fascinating listening to Sam and Tobey Maguire talk back and forth about some of the direction choices and just complimenting each other the whole time. Raimi is very kind of a weird guy. Um, it's, it's fun to, it's fun to hear him talk and expound on some of his thoughts in making the movie. And before that came out, I couldn't have conceived of Spider-Man through the lens of Sam Raimi, like that, that style, that directorial style coming together with that character. And it just makes so much sense. Yeah. The fight scenes, the the sudden silence, the frenetic action. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's... Ooh, child. Don't you love it? There's a lot of stuff about, like, some of the directors that they were originally trying to get. And Sam Raimi talks about how he never thought he would get it. Mm -hmm. Like, he he went in and interviewed for the job, and it was just kind of like, well, that'd be kind of fun. But then, like... (laughs) Wow. They hired him, and he he couldn't believe it. And see, that's what made it great, because he didn't care that much. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. Well, that was for Spider-Man. For Spider-Man. Spider-Man. But then for Spider-Man 2, he really got to cut loose. And you can see it in some of like the... Got it. The scene where the octopus arms comes alive and it's like Evil Dead 2. It's with, the best. It's the best. It's pretty great. And they don't do stuff like that in the superhero movies anymore. It's, no, it's, they don't. It's really a shame. Certainly not in Iron Man. We... Tony! <laughs> Tony! Just let it happen. It's almost done. Tony! <laughs> All right. Tony! <laughs> I always forget the fourth one. It's like a Doppler effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun. We rewatched all the Spider. It's fun. Spider-Man's last in the last year. We did. We went back because I, I don't remember if I saw the Tobey Maguire ones. I saw. I think I started seeing Spider-Man when it was Andrew Garfield. I was like, oh, he's the best Spider-Man. Then Tom Holland came out. Like, I think oh, he's a great Spider-Man. I like Andrew Garfield. And then I, I went back and I was like, oh, Tobey Maguire is one of the best Spider-Man. He's great. He's it's like, so good. People are like, oh, he's too old. He doesn't do the no. jokes. And it's like, yeah, well, they were making a sincere movie. Yeah. And that's what we've really lost with the we've movies is, is the sincerity. It's They're just doing it at different totally times. Agree. Like Tom Holland is like the actual like young teenager. Andrew is a little bit older. Yeah. I mean, Tom Holland, he, he's great for, I mean, he actually looks like a ch- child. Right. Yes. And he's very acrobatic and, and yeah. stuff. But like, but yeah, Toby McGuire is so good. Toby's such an emotional actor. And yeah. You, you really like the punishment of Peter Parker over and over and over. It's he, like, no, no, none of the movies have done that as well as, as the Raimi ones. He captures. Even three. Even three. Even three. Yeah. So 
Okay. Yep. He captures the the raw emotions that happen at puberty, even though he's not the youngest actor. Now, Andrew Garfield does have a soft spot in my heart because he yeah. captured the wisecracking mm-hmm. in a fight mm-hmm. that you expect from Spider-Man. All, yeah, yeah, all the yeah the banter that's going on yeah. when he's swinging. Great banter. Yeah. And he's very sincere, too. Like yes. he, he sincerely loved being Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Roy. Okay. So my action horror thrillers off the board. The next thinnest category is probably blockbuster. So I should probably take a blockbuster. And the one that I care about the most is probably Lord of the Rings Return of the King. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> that's, that's oh, I a, saw these. Sound like I failed or something. <laughs> <laughs> I saw these on the list and I was like, oh, yeah. I, yep. I've never seen any of them, so I can't pick uh, them. I, yeah. Don't know what to say to that. I think they're incredible. I, um, One day, maybe. I don't actually know if I've even seen them in the theater. Oh, really? Cause, yeah, because these came out at a time when I was, like I said, it was kind of difficult for me to just to get out to the theater. Chicago, yeah. If anything, I might it might have, I might have gone when I was home on break or something like that. But I rewatch all of them almost every year hmm. around Thanksgiving time. It's become a little bit of a Thanksgiving Thanksgiving tradition for for me. Excellent. Harry Potter's my Thanksgiving. So I think movie time. if we ever wanted to spice things up, mix things up, we sub in the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I guess. But come on, please. <laughs> I'll be your friend. I just spent the afternoon in Middle Earth with Glee Glop and the Floopty Doos. All right. They're really fun. Can I please? I just don't want to read the books. Ian McKellen. You don't want to see Ian McKellen. You don't have do to read thing. the books. It's uh, <laughs> they're very like spooky and silly, and mm-hmm. uh, the soundtrack is incredible. Howard Shore, a guy who's not known for doing great soundtracks, just like touched the face of God one day and made the Lord of the Rings soundtracks. It's, it's amazing. Every every musical artist has that in him, and he found a way to do it. He just did That's it. Great. He made That's some great. of the most memorable music of like my lifetime hmm. for that awesome. for that movie. Go for him. No, that's awesome. That's yep. that's a great choice. Um, and I would say too, it's the it's a fun time for the Oscars because it was yes. hugely popular movie made a shitload of money, and then it just like swept the Oscars. Yes. So it was like, people talk about it as like the last time that those two things aligned when the most important movie was also the one that was like most heavily awarded. Six endings, and you needed all six. <laughs> like They're all great. They're I, w- great. I will. Really? That many? No, it, there's like a crescendos of endings just to close uh, all the narrative yeah. threads. It's like, it, there's like four endings maybe. But they're all important, and yeah. a lot of them have to do with the period of time in which Tolkien. I, so I haven't read the books. Never read them. I tried to read the Simulacron okay. one time, and yeah, yikes! I got to tell up. you, I I've tried several times to read the books, and what stops me in my tracks is the description of like topography, like different <laughs> types of woods. I, I don't know how to visualize different types it. of woods. I just picture a cartoon clip art tree. And I'm just like, you're in the woods. That's all I know. Yeah, him and him and Frank Herbert are like the two best world world builders, yeah. I think. Absolutely. Wonderful world building and culture that feels real. But then they describe a bunch of trees and I just get lost. And I'm, I'm, I apologize to JR. Yeah. But the children love the books. The movies, the commentaries. And then if you go on YouTube and see some of the comments where people tie things in the scene to the book, that's pretty much all you need to do. Okay. There are some killer YouTube comments. Okay. I mean, best comments in the biz. So it's me. Back to Angie. Okay. 
I have a better sound, by the way, um, when you choose. So please take your time. You know what? I'm going to do action, crime, and horror, too. Because I think... It's kind of a thing category. I'm going to pick The Sixth Sense. (laughs) Yay! That's better. (laughs) That's better. The girls having champagne. So I'll tell you my other choices between... It was between Sixth Sense and Red Dragon. Mm, Because they were two... I didn't really watch a whole lot of scary movies, but there was a lot coming out at this when I look at this range of years. And Red Dragon is the one with Ray Fiennes. Yeah, correct. Yeah. yeah. Do but you see? It did was you see the. I just remember it being like the Sixth Sense and Red Dragon being like the scariest movies I'd ever seen, and I felt very tough. That I was like, yeah, I'm seeing scary movies, and I watched them more than once too. So, but Sixth Sense six, is a damn good. Sixth Sense was. Yep. Um, it was just huge. I mean, I see dead people. You, s- I was fooled. He had. I like one... being fooled in a movie, so they it, fooled me. It's the second highest grossing movie from 1999. Oh. Yep, $293 domestic. Perfect. Million dollars. He had one great cinematic magic trick to show us, and he pulled it off in that film, and uh, that's a great choice. Okay. It's, it's a mind blown mic drop. You know, just hadn't. I didn't see it coming at all, and I I like when it happens. I don't. I don't want to guess the ending. Mm-hmm. It holds want. up too, even if you know the ending. Mm-hmm. It's still really fun. Yeah. So had aren't to go with guys, it. Yeah. Aren't you guys sad about Bruce Willis? I'm sad. It's like really sad. When we were rewatching Bump and Mike's, the special with Dave Attell and Jeff oh, Ross, yeah, and he was there, and Bruce Willis just happened to be in the audience when they were filming at when they were filming at the Comedy mm-hmm. Cellar. Um, seemed perfectly lucid. Yeah, and this, this special is right before the pandemic, maybe like 2018, 2019. Mm-hmm. And it was just such a random moment. Like he was there in the audience. So they kind of yeah, did a little yeah. banter and it was super fun. It was like, Sounds oh, like Bruce a lot Willis. has happened in those few years. I think years. it went really fast. Yeah. 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 Yep. So yep. that's a bummer. So, shout out to Bruce. We love yous. All right, is it me? Yes. Two picks. Two picks. Hmm. All right, let me examine my draft board. <laughs> Man, I, I have kind of a unorthodox pick in mind. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go. This this hit theaters in the year 2000. Cue the uh, the uh, oh, Conan O'Brien bit. It's a re-release. It's a director's cut of a much older movie. Oh. I'm choosing. The Exorcist, the version you haven't seen. Wow. It's some of the most fun I've had in a theater. And like many of these films, um, I saw it with my brother Matt. And in the director's cut, first of all, you get the goofy ending. You get Kinderman and the uh, uh, the surviving priest, you know, the, the friend of Father Father Dyer. Um, goofing off at the end and going to the movies and it's kind of a fun light note to end that movie on and you also get it, it's sort of been redesigned to feel like a haunted house there's like you get to see flashes of the demon showing up around the bedroom uh, you get the spider walk backwards down the stairs that was <laughs> horrifying mm-hmm. that's not in the original that's not in the original the spider walk down the stairs I think spider- it, it oh my god have, I wonder if I've spider- only seen the re-release you may have 
Because I've watched the original and I'm just bummed out because you don't get the goofy ending. You don't get the spider walk. You don't get the haunted house wow. effects. Just so. realizing that for the first time. You're just now telling me this. Just for the first time. Just for the first time. <laughs> and But either way, you get listen my favorite. Listen to what I'm going to tell you. you. Listen to what I'm going to. Either way, you get my favorite drop of all time. You're a very nice lady. So, um, but yeah, that's my choice. Exorcist, the version. The 2000 director's cut. That's on. You haven't seen. It's a. Uh, it grows $40 million in 2000. Yes. It was a lot of fun. Cool. There was a, there was a period where it was my favorite film of all time. Like I, I just, I loved it. I would watch it every year. Um, it made you, more money than 28 days. Oh, wow. Oh, sorry. That's not the horror movie. 28 days is the movie about rehab. I think. Oh, that's right. Oh yeah. I think it was 20, <laughs> 20 days later. 20 days later. Yeah. <laughs> that's a joke from the office. You remember Pam? Yeah. Just talking about how she watched one movie, one of them and was waiting for Sandra Bullock to show up or something. It that's... also made more money than Dracula 2000. Ooh, stick Yikes. bomb. Whoa. So you get again. another pick. Another yeah. pick. Okay. Made more money than the ninth gate. I just keep keep naming movies. Just yeah. Gotta gotta fill the air sometime. Um okay, alright. Let's see. Consulting my draft board, I see that a particular action movie is still available. We've talked about it on this podcast. Oh, no. It made me sad that I couldn't have a mutant healing factor. From 2000 oh, again, I'm God. picking X-Men. Okay. I, <laughs> okay. I think I saw that. I was like, oh, that, that's one Jeff will Jeff might pick. What category are you taking it in? Oh, action again. Can I not do that? No. Poop. What are you doing? <laughs> you take well, it as wild card. I don't know. Yeah. I'm taking it as a wild card. <laughs> as you always meant to. Yes. <laughs> Editing. You idiot. The first X-Men. The first X-Men. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Cool. I feel like X-Men was the first yeah. time a comic property was treated with respect. I mean, besides Superman and, and Batman. And Batman and everything else. So strike that from the record. But it felt cool <laughs> as an 18-year-old. But no, to your point, X-Men was an actual comic book property. I feel like Batman and Superman has sort of transcended comic books by the time yes. that they were made into the movies. They're almost more of a film character than a comic character they're, in some yeah. ways. They're just like cultural icons. Mm -hmm. And then X-Men were just, they were just comics. Mm -hmm. Everyone, you didn't have to know comics at all. Everyone knew Batman and Superman. So yeah. They're Greek myths what or whatever. Saying. They're in everyone's consciousness. Yeah. But X-Men, and it was still a popular comic at that time. Like, there were still great stories happening in the book. And I, I think I subscribed at one time in my teens. Um, I did when I was much younger. Yeah. I think I had X-Men. Me and my cousins read X-Men in, like, the early to mid-90s. Yes, that sounds Some right. Some of the Days of Future Past yeah. arcs and stuff like the, that. The Jim Lee revamp, I think, is when we all jumped in to X-Men. So. Um, made me sad that I couldn't have mutant healing powers. <laughs> and they continue to be referenced in popular culture, um, sometimes misreferenced, as was the case. So? This case recently. I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher the story if I try to say it too too factually, but okay. there are people who are invoking the name of X Men in very hateful ways and and also in a way that totally misunderstands the point of the what? comic and the point of the mutant allegory. Oh. 
Yeah. It, it's human rights. It's it's uh That's right. Civil civil rights, excuse civil me. Rights. Um yeah, Professor X was Martin Luther King and Magneto was uh, Malcolm X. Yeah, talking down to people and calling them mutants definitely like misunderstands what that's supposed to be. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I'll have to look that up. Yep. Or I'll, don't. Just don't. I'll have to click around and try my best and find <laughs> it. All right. Who's next? Back to Angie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ah, I thought I had one more. Sh- uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Also, I'm going to tell you, I fucked up. Why? I'm, I just, I, I feel like something I should have picked is going to go. That's all. Oh. Edgy is. Mm. On the clock. I I, I think I know which one that. you were going to pick for drama. But you didn't, no, you didn't pick drama yet, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, okay. I think I'll do, so this drama's pretty stacked. Oscar, I got some good choices. Wild card, that's okay. I'm going to do my blockbuster. And... Oh... I'm gonna do. No, no, no! I'm gonna do my wild card and pick. No, I don't want to pick that either. No, oh, this is drama. hard. Okay, I'm gonna do um, blockbuster. My big fat Greek wedding. Oh. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> wow, one of the great. This movie was huge. One of the great runs. Yeah. In theater history. <laughs> I actually, so the reason I picked this is because I actually, I could fit it into multiple categories. So when you, when I scan my thing, I'm like, oh, I got to get this one in somewhere. But what year was this again? That was 2002. Yeah. Huge. It was, uh, let me see, it was part of, the, it was an Oscar pick. I had it under wildcard. $241 million domestic, number five that year. And it was like, huge. did you say that was, it came on like, it was, it didn't have a huge opening weekend, right? And then it was just kind of everyone just kind of kept seeing it. It's a rom com, and it was like it's the twelfth week, and it like didn't lose anything. And then like the thirteenth week, it was one of those movies. I just remember it was it was at Novi Town Center Theater for like a year because the Detroit area is Greek Diner Central. Greek families just kept going to see it. Like it was a thing. <laughs> it was a, it was a family outing, time and time again. And why not? I mean, representation is important, and it's 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 a, a hyper dose of Greek culture. I mean, stereotypes and mm-hmm. culture in equal measure. But it, I I think when I think of my big fat Greek wedding, I think of the greatest run in in theaters of all time. So it's huge. So check it out. When it was released on April nineteenth, two thousand two, it made six hundred thousand dollars over that weekend. It wasn't even, so. It wasn't a wide release when it went. Sure. When it finally went wide, it did about. 5.7 million in August and then Labor Day weekend this is like months after it came out 15 million dollars <laughs> that's what I'm saying that's crazy I I'm guessing I saw it more than once in the theater you think so I think so I've seen that movie so many times yeah. when I think about it for these numbers to make sense you would have had to see it twice I think Angie saw it twice and that's how it got it got up to such, such, Definitely. A, such a high domestic growth you helped it I you helped. did that. You did that. But why did you keep revisiting it? What what about it um, resonated with you? Greek families, big Mexican families, big mm-hmm. Italian families. Like there's something mm-hmm. that you can kind of relate to. Like when we used to have like really really huge Thanksgivings back in the day, it was kind of like just absolute chaos, a bunch of people everywhere. I love that. I don't know, kind of a kooky grandpa. Can I tell you guys something? Around. I've never seen it. <laughs> Really? Yep. Oh, you have to go see it now. I know. It's 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 a great movie. It's, it's legit funny. It's a good story. It's funny. It's quotable. 
It's heartwarming, but... And who's in it that we just watched? Uh, Andrea Martin. Yeah. Yeah, Andrea Martin. She's wonderful. Um, Is it Nia Vardalos? Yeah. yeah. And I think... I think... So there's a second one, and I think they're working on a third one, like, now. What? I think they're filming it. Why not? Just I think. Wow. Yeah. Sure, it'll I don't money. really remember the... Or maybe it's the second one that they're working on. They're working on another one. I can't remember... That's amazing. There has been a second one, I thought. I think so. I don't remember anything about the second one. She, it was probably based on her having a baby or something. So I don't know what the third one's about. Yeah, it came out in 2016. I I remember nothing about the second one. I don't know if I saw it. It almost it seems like a movie that's been memory hold. It doesn't really exist. <laughs> <laughs> I but I know I... can't the second memory movie. Old. I just saw like a, you know, behind the scenes video of... What's her name? My Big Fat Greek Wedding 3 is coming out this year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She uh, she was like, she did a video. It was like a surprise thing that she, what's her name? Nia Vardalos. Yeah. And she was actually in Greece filming it. And it was kind of like the big reveal that it was coming out. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool, I guess. That's pretty cool, I guess. Um, but it's going to be released by Focus Features, which suggests it's going to be kind of a small, kind of a small thing. We'll see if it even gets a wide release in theaters. That's amazing. Yeah. But yeah, one of mom's favorite lines from that movie is, oh, you're a vegetarian? Okay, I'll make lamb. I'm sure you've heard her say that before. <laughs> I, That's the thing is like, I because um, Mia, I think her name in the movie is Mia. She brings home a boyfriend. He's not Greek, so it's like this whole thing. And he's a vegetarian. So her aunt says, That's okay, we'll make lamb. She made her character Mia. Her name is Nia in real life. I'm pretty sure. I That'd think be like it's if I had, did a movie about myself and I called myself Moni. Boney. No. <laughs> I want to look up. It doesn't sound like my big fat Greek wedding. Is that Mia? Oh, no. No, it's Tula. It's not Mia at all. I think I'm just confusing her first no, name. Shit. Tula. <laughs> Portacalos. I prefer wow, to believe Tula. that she named herself Mia in the movie. That'd be much funnier. Who am I thinking of? Um, she named herself Spanikopita. What? There are movies where people do that. I can't think of one right now. <laughs> Hello, I'm Spinach Pie. <laughs> what was that? Okay, that's <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Good pick. Okay, my turn. Um, now I can start getting the movies I really want. Yes. Listen now, to your heart. Now that I'm not hedging anymore. All right. Um, without further ado, take your time. <laughs> with not not don't want to delay any further. That's okay. <laughs> in the category today, <laughs> the category in which I'm going to pick the kids are going to mo- come home soon. A movie. Oh no! Oh lord. I'm going to take Mulholland Drive as Oscar nominee. <laughs> Yay! Love it. Yes. One of my, um, least, fa- you. One of my least favorite movie experiences ever. So you it s- is. This is. Angie has seen this movie in the theater. <laughs> it's the only time I've seen it in the theater. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> this was not a movie I saw in theater when it came out. Okay. This is the one that had to sort of creep up on me. And almost literally, I saw it um, <sighs> in my college dorm. There was a channel oh, cool. on the cable. If you're... TV was connected to the campus cable. 
there's a there was a channel like channel two or something that would just oh cool somebody in a room somewhere put on a dvd and it would just like play the movie over and over i love it <laughs> and then one night it was mahalan drive sweet and i watched it very late and it was it's like there are some scenes in that movie that are like legitimately scary mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um like the one where the old woman's behind the dumpster Ooh. which like lives in a loop on my in a loop on my head lives rent free up yeah. there in your head <laughs> wow 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 and what did where did we where did we see in the theater we in austin you, uh, I don't remember what theater, but you took me to. It was, at the, it was when you were living in California, and we went and saw it replaying was it, somewhere. Was it Texas? No, no, no. It was Pasadena. It was okay. like I think I was visiting you after Mo was born, and we like escaped oh. to the movies. And you're like, "You want to go see this movie? It's playing at the theater." I'm like, "Sure." And I was like, "What the f? <laughs> what is this?" And I was like, "I just want to watch my big fat Greek writing. This is nothing like it." No, sir. I didn't like it. So maybe I have seen it twice because I've definitely also seen it at an Alamo Draft House where I had to sit in the front probably, row. Oh, sorry. No, we didn't see it in Texas. No, we didn't see it in Texas. It was California okay. because I remember California. thinking like, oh, you know, we're around Mahalan Drive because we're uh, obviously in the LA yeah. area. And you thought it was going to be the history of that road. I thought road. it was going to be the history. I, like, I love <laughs> movies based in California. Mahalan Drive is right down the street. This is pretty cool. In a way, it is about Queen Bees. everything. What? It's about... Hollywood and people in trouble. Hollywood. I was like, I don't know what's happening. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a pretty smart person. I don't, I can't follow anything that's happening. Don't worry about it. The yeah. vibes. Sometimes you just have to let it wash over you. I know. In the theater. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was so weird have though. Memorable. I haven't seen it, and I need but to weird. see. It. Yeah. Yep. That's probably the movie. I that's... knew. I knew that one was going to go, and I was like, woo. Yeah. To We're not going to compete for that one. That's for sure. Yeah. I knew that you all would probably let me have that one. Yeah. It's probably the movie on here that's the most important to me. Oh, that's, yeah. and well, I'm, you know what? I'm glad you have it. Yep. I think over the course, over the course of time, and that's the thing with a lot of these movies, it's long enough ago now that a lot of them have sort of been able to wash over us more. Yes. And it definitely wasn't as important to me in 2001, but now it's very important to me. Got it. It's probably mm-hmm. maybe on any given day, my favorite movie that's ever been made. I must see it, and I have to see Barry Lyndon as well. Not to bring that up. <laughs> Another movie that's very good. Yes. Speaking of movies. Another quality movie. Have as long about, as we're talking about movies. You heard about these movies? I want to watch my Big Fat Greek Wedding tonight. All right. I'll watch that. Well, okay. We can go do that. Is it me? <clears throat> I think I get another pick. You get another pick. All right. Do I ever get two picks or no? Because I'm nope. number two. Because oh. you, you get to pick more frequently because you're in the oh, middle. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. That's why the snake draft is supposed to like balance that out. Oh. All right. So I took an Oscar. I understand. And in what category was it nominated? I think it was, I think he was nominated for best director. David Lynch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you hadn't chosen. You hadn't picked. Sorry. Not yet. I picked David Lynch. What? That's not a movie. (laughs) My favorite film. You guys aren't going to take any of my dramas. No, my drama is. There's no way you guys are taking my drama. My comedy might be in. Well, you guys both took comedies already, mm-hmm. so I'm not too worried about a that. A lot of my comedies are also in all the other in Oscar and Wildcard, actually. It's backup. Uh, this one might go. So I think in comedy, I'll take Sideways. <laughs> oh, right. Jeff is gonna be oh, upset. Man. That's like. I think that might be one of his favorite movies of all. Is it your top? It's in it's your top five. Definitely a movie I consider a perfect movie. It is. It's a perfect movie. Oh. It escaped my purview while. Are you serious? My it did. And I can't believe it did. 
because I made my draft board in haste. And I'm very sad. <laughs> I'm very I sad. I can't believe it. It's there's it's... a copy of Rex Pickett's novel sitting to your left. Hey, pal, your excuses are your I know, own. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> oh my god! I was asleep at the wheel. You know what that is? That's a Tom Colecchio missed opportunity. It's a missed opportunity, and it's a rare case of the movie being so superior to the book. That's what I've heard. I've never, I have read the book. The book stinks. Miles is a jerk. Yeah, he's like a. He's he's I think he's an incel, like borderline. I don't I don't care for the man in the book. Um but uh please they gave him a little bit of redeeming qualities in the movie. Paul yeah. Giamatti can't help but be likable and you want to be around him even even with his neg head downer shit as mm-hmm. uh <laughs> <laughs> As, as he's accused of, of creating. So this is a movie I did not see in the theater, but I distinctly, re- this is very important to the era, I distinctly remember seeing it on old Netflix, mm. where we got the DVDs. You got the DVD. Oh. One of the, first yeah. DVD, one of the first Netflix DVDs I ever got in the mail, I think, was Sideways. <laughs> I'm so upset right now. I can't believe it. It was the first time I had ever seen Thomas Hayden Church in anything. <sighs> it was the first All time the I'd colors. ever seen Sideways. We're here to party, man. All the color in Jeff's face went away. (laughs) (laughs) And when I saw it, I was in Chicago, so I had no no idea about the geography of California. Mm -hmm. And I always assumed that they were in Napa. Right. And then I later I realized oh, they're in like Solvang. They're in they're in the Santa Barbara County. Uh, Which is like more south. More south, yeah. Yeah. That's how they were able to get there so fast from LA. They drive and I'm like, oh, that's how they got there so fast. They just get there in a couple hours. Yeah, that must be it. One of my old bandmates, uh, Miguel, bass player, our friendship was entirely based on quoting two films. Iron Man from 2008, whatever, and Sideways. <laughs> <laughs> it was always playing in the cruise ship on the closed circuit, whatever, TV. Oh, sounds like Sideways, the dorm TV. Yes, the, the same exactly. concept. Constantly playing over and over and over. We would buy bottles of wine. And drink the wine while we watch Sideways. Can you oh. imagine? Can you imagine? You don't want Merlot. Yeah. No fucking Merlot. Merlot is actually bad. I, I would agree. I don't like Merlot. Merlot. <laughs> Merlot. don't like Merlot. I don't like Merlot. It's an interesting perspective. A blind, to call it a blind spot, or I, I, I'm, I'm frazzled. <laughs> I'm upset. This is, where, this is the benefit of being a little bit of a draft, uh, um, uh, a veteran drafter. Yes, you're a veteran. And, um, you know, I just have to live with it. It's probably because of this movie, and this is the same as with a lot of people. It's kind of pathetic, but it's probably the movie that turned me on to um, to uh, Pinot Noir. Sure. <laughs> I think so. And then, of course, going to the region and actually getting to have wine from mm-hmm. you know, Santa Barbara. It, it could only be two things, this movie or Titus's Pinot Noir song from about Kimmy Schmidt. <laughs> yes. Or Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, excuse me. We'll drop it in. I'm making a music video. It's called Pinot Noir, an ode to black penis. Classy. Thomas Hayden Church, his character in Sideways. I haven't seen him in a whole lot of stuff, but the show on HBO with him and Jessica Parker, the newer show, uh, Divorced, his character kind of reminds me of. I heard that show's really good. I haven't watched it. It's really good. He is, he's so funny in it. I mean, it's a dramatic show, but he's so funny. And it kind of reminds, I mean, just a little bit, like, just his You can tell he's style. playing himself a little bit. Yeah, yeah. He's absolutely playing himself. He's so likable. So, so verbose. And speaking show. of that, the extras for the DVD, have you watched them? I have the DVD. I don't think I've ever actually watched the extras. It's Paul Giamatti and Thomas Hayden Church. Just 
talking through the movie and it's one of the most enjoyable experiences See, I can remember. I miss commentaries. I feel like they Me don't too. do them as much anymore because the physical media isn't as isn't as popular, but mm-hmm. it's too bad. The um speaking of DVD commentary, um, um this is a tangent, but the Chappelle show commentary of Dave and Neil Brennan critiquing each sketch after the fact is was life changing. So that would have also been like two thousand three. So yes. maybe that was it. That was like the height of commentaries and then <laughs> the height of D. How far we've fallen since then? Yes. Society's crumbling around us. So okay, okay, all right. I'm upset. <laughs> I can't believe it. I can't. My believe mind it is blown. I was like, okay, well, he's gonna. I, I mean, I wasn't. I put it on my list, but I wasn't gonna pick it. That's great stuff. This is this is the drama that the drafts are. This is the drama. Produce. It it can't it can't be all nicey nicey. You blew it. Because I put it on my list because I was thinking I feel like I'm missing I stuff. I failed. But it's I fine. was like all these movies that were coming up. I'm like, well, he's going to pick that. He's going to pick that. There's another comedy I almost picked that I thought for sure was going to be one of your guys's, but maybe yeah. I'll take it as a wild card. Yeah. It might be on my wild card too. That's for me. The buzzer's for me. Yeah. My favorite. <laughs> Gary, Old, Gary Oldman in The Fifth Element. My favorite. Southern English uh, twang. Uh, is it me? No, I think it's Angie again. Because you went twice. Right. Okay. I'll get over it. Let me shake it off. Let me walk it off. Let me take Let me take a walk around the house. Is that cool? Yeah, yeah. we'll wait here. While you pick. <laughs> we'll let you know how it goes. So I'm going to leave my drama to last because I know no one's, no one's picking my drama. But I'll well. do I'll do an Oscar pick. And I had, a quite, I had quite a few on here. A lot of them were animated films. There's a lot of really good okay. animated films. But I'm going to go with Aaron Brockovich. <laughs> because I was look when I was looking through this list, there were so many Julia Roberts movies. Like that was a big time. Two thousand, like, right? Runaway Bride and my best or my best friend's wedding. Um, just movies I rewatched constantly. But I think Aaron Brockovich was kind of cool because it was. I, it makes me think of one of the first big drama movies that I saw that I really liked that ended up winning a bunch of stuff in the Oscars. I was like, oh, wow, I like a good movie. It's like if you combined The Pelican Brief with Pretty Woman. Right. Yeah. Oh, what year was Pretty Woman? That was... Mm, 19... Or, that was early. 90 or something. Yeah. But yeah, the 90s and you know into the 2000s, I mean, it was just all Julia Roberts, but I loved this movie because I think it was... I love um, biopics. I mean, who doesn't, you know, biopics mm-hmm. are super fun. I feel like this was one of maybe the first one that I'd seen, like a real true life story. And then it won all these Oscars. And I just remember watching it multiple times. So. I think it's her best. I think it's her best movie. I'm trying to think. Yeah. I mean, I love. Um, Hook. <laughs> I love my best friend's wedding. I think it's probably my other one. Oh. Oh, and Stepmom. I love her in Stepmom. Oh, oh okay. I've seen that. Movie. I don't know if... No, I think that was a little bit earlier in the 90s, but... I, I never saw this in theaters. You know what I did see, though? Speaking of Julia Roberts, is I did see Mona Lisa Smile in theaters. Oh. I don't... I did see that, but definitely not in the theater. But... Is Albert Finney in Aaron Brockovich? Um, yes. Uh, He's great. Daddy... Daddy Warbucks, yeah, that guy. He's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Albert Finney. I'll see I should see it again just for Albert Finney. He's a, He's a, a delight. One of my favorite characters in Miller's Crossing. Mm. Great. But Wonderful. all my other backup picks in this were all animated, actually. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. So I will 
I'll leave it to the end in case anyone picks these. I'm I'm assuming you won't, but all my backups were. We almost had that as a category. Yeah, it, this was this could have been animated and foreign as as a category that they've done. I'll just go I, other podcasts, which I would not name. I'll I'll wait. I won't spoil it in case we end up talking about any of them. But I have no, had a good animated no. Do you think you'll pick any animated? I have no. I'm going to tell you right now. I have no animated no. films on my draft no. board. So I had Toy Story oh, 2. Oh, actually, sorry. Sorry, sorry. There's one that I doubt I'll have to go there, but it's sort of on my list. Toy Story 2, Monsters, Inc. Mm. Um, the Incredibles. Mm-hmm. They were all Oscar nominees. No Finding year. Nemo? Or um, 1999. I never... I I missed Finding Nemo. Mm. I didn't, didn't watch it him. when it yeah I didn't watch it right when it came out. He still lost. Yeah, he didn't find him. Got it, got it, got it. And <laughs> I don't I don't know I don't know what happens on that movie. Like I think I've seen bits and pieces. They find but... him. Oh, wow, yeah. They find Nemo. <laughs> He's okay. Okay. They find Nemo and they go to the fish tank in Australia. Believe it or not, yeah, they find him. Yeah. And then. Does, so dry, he get dry eaten? Tears. Does he get grilled and eaten? Yes. He ends up yeah. as a sashimi. <laughs> Knock it off. The only animated movie I have on here, which I don't think I'll end up picking, is Spirited Away. Ah, uh, yes, of course. Oh, I saw that on the list. Wonderful. Yeah. All right, whose turn? Uh, Jeff, two picks. Two picks. All right, all right. I'm going to stop messing around. Um... I have your backup pick for a drama since you didn't get sideways in case you need to phone a friend. Okay. I know what it's going to be in case you did, in case you missed it. I'm going to call the league office if you do that. <laughs> that's know. collusion. I'll I tell know. you afterwards if you don't pick it. I got to take, um, based on the experience I had with it in the theater, I'm taking in the drama category from 03, Lost in Translation. <laughs> oh, okay. Got to go straight to the top, top shelf. Yep. I saw this in the theater with my very close uh, college friends. I th- we were all transfixed by Bill Murray and the just guerrilla style of this film. You know, they, they had to shoot it. I don't even know if they had the permits, but like they had to shoot it on location with like handheld cameras and stuff. As really? far as I know, like it was very, cool. it was very thrown together, but you wouldn't know that oh, gosh. from the performances. Um, Kinda yucky, the age difference, but we don't have to get into that. Like the film is what it is; it it exists in a in a point in time, and mm-hmm. um, I believe it won the Oscar for best original screenplay. Mm. Um, but that's my choice. I I I, I don't want to leave these things on the board <laughs> like sideways. I need to pull my head on my ass and and pick a top shelf drama. So that's that's my pick. I've never seen a sequel. Didn't see this one in theaters. I'm jealous that you did. I would love to see it in a theater. It's shot very beautifully. It is. For as for as frantic as it sounds like the filmmaking process was and how desperate it was, it came off beautifully. And come, I love it comes off very it comes off as very planned. It, it does. looks like a you know that movie has a very as a color palette that just like kind of lives in my head. One man said he could actually feel the colors. The color palette mm-hmm. of Japan, which is uh, Tokyo, which is which may or may not reflect reality. I'm sure I, if I go I there, I'm going to be like, why is it, why doesn't it look like Lost in Translation? <laughs> it doesn't look like that. A movie from 20 years ago. Yeah. Is it like how all the 
neon signs in Glengarry Glen Ross? Is it that style where it's always like dark out and then there's just lots of lights? It's not that in your face. I okay. don't know. I don't know the right. Term. I've That's only like, seen it once or twice. So I can't really. Rem- I can't picture it. That's exactly. more like Blade Runner. Mm, oh. yes. If I think of the dark with neon signs, there's like one style of everything that owes to that, and it's Blade Runner. And yes, then- similar color palettes, I would say. Glengarry, Blade Runner. Hmm. But the skyline of Tokyo is, you know, it's memorialized in plenty of video games, just like the the blinking lights, the the uh, the big giant advertisements and stuff like big that. Big giant advertisements, thank you. Um, All the screens. And the, the karaoke scene of <laughs> Bill Murray singing What's So Funny About Peace, Love, and Understanding. I could live in that scene. I wish I was there in that room just watching him do it. Let me let me tell you. Um, so, you know, I've never done karaoke in the little room like that. I've only, I think, as you know, I've only done it in the, you know, band. I've only done live band karaoke, bandioki, and also just in a VFW in front of them. Oh, got it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I real I had this inkling to do uh, the private room karaoke from the most recent. No, it was two episodes ago of Succession oh, when succession, they like right. meet in the karaoke room. <laughs> I was like, wow, karaoke would be fun. What song is he singing? It's fun. I don't know. Connor's singing something like pretty well, which is as part of the joke, I guess. But he's singing a fun, he's, yes. singing, he's singing a song and he's like got a pretty good voice, but I don't know what the song is. Earnestly performing. Daddy probably got him lessons somewhere <laughs> yeah. along the line. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. All right, all right. I have a drama and a wild card left to pick. Okay. Wait, don't I get two? No. Okay. Oh wait, I'm sorry. Yes, you do. Oh neat. All right. This is uh, not like this is not like euchre. I don't get to steal your uh, <laughs> steal your pick. Michigan's finest card game by sheer force. Jeff doesn't know how to play euchre. Oh, so it's a bad Michigander. No, I have no idea what we're talking, talking about. I'm, that. A, I'm a bad Michigander. Um, so again, not fucking around. Got to go top shelf. Napoleon Dynamite. Ah, okay. That was my number two. I, I had that in a few In what category? Groups. In comedy. Didn't you already take a comedy? Yeah, you took, uh, you you Anchorman. took Anchorman. Okay, I'm misunderstanding the rules of the draft. What is the matter with you? You're stupid, you're jerk, and you're stupid. One per genre. Okay, I'm sorry. You might be able to take it in Blockbuster. Let me see. Did you do your wild card? No. Could we consider it a drama? <laughs> Let me tell you what you've got left. You have a blockbuster and Oscar nominee. Oh, okay. Blockbuster and Oscar. Was Napoleon Dynamite nominated for an no. Oscar? No, no, ma'am, it was not. <sighs> Should have been. Okay. For what? Best. Best. Make- makeup? Uh, Best guy stunts who throws a, falls up. throws a thing at his face? Yeah. Best stunts. All right. This is a much maligned Oscar film, but it represents a point in time where I was starting to care about awards and starting to choose award-winning films for myself at the theater. It won Best Picture in 2000. I'm going with American Beauty. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I know. Controversial. Controversy. Because I was 17 when it came out. Mm-hmm. And as far as I know, it was a quality film. Mm-hmm. You know, 
come to learn years later, not so much. But <laughs> it, it represents a point in time where you start to care about the quality of the film you're choosing for yourself. I think it is too maligned. Like everything's so? calmed down a little bit. Like it's not that bad. No. Do it, I like it? No, not really. <laughs> but I don't think it's as bad as people think it is. It's not as bad as people think it is, but it definitely has a 90s stink on it. Like the the emo kid saying the plastic bag is the most beautiful thing he's ever seen. That, <laughs> I thought about this movie yesterday because I saw a plastic bag blowing across your neighbor's yard. And yeah. I was like, there's so much beauty in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. With the little digital video camera. Yes. The Sony camcorder. But at 17... I started to care about, you know, the, the the films that were being selected at the Oscars, and like, oh, I, this is a quality movie. I should, I should pay to go it, see it. I saw it twice. In the it's theater. a perfectly good movie, and I think it has a worse reputation because it won Best Picture. Yeah. Yes. And what did it win Best Picture over? This is fun because this oh, is yeah. this is usually so where we start 2000? getting bad. American Beauty came out in '99, won at the 2000 Oscars. That's right. Oh yes, 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 yes. Lisa, let me tell you what the nominees for Best Picture were. Okay, so I think Aaron Brockovich was the next year then. It was American Beauty, Cider House Rules, The Green Mile, The mm-hmm. Insider, The Sixth Sense. Oh. I think The American Beauty is the fourth best movie on that yeah. list. Best movie, Insider? I, I think Insider and Sixth Sense. Is that Sense with Denzel Washington? No, um, Al Pacino, oh. uh, Russell Crowe, and Al Pacino, Christopher Plummer. Where he plays what am I thinking of? The, whist- the whistle, the corporate whistleblower at a tobacco company. Oh yes, 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 yes. Oh, it's fantastic. Oh, I like that movie. Yeah, it's really it's good. good. <laughs> yeah, it's great. There were a lot of movies during this period that I was thinking about that starred Denzel Washington. I was like, oh, Denzel Washington. He he had a he had a lot going on. This was after his it. win for um, a lot. Training Day. I yeah, think. Yeah, training's on here. Um, Kevin Spacey won best t- best actor. That's the thing that really doesn't age well is him winning best actor. Yeah, more so than the movie. The other nominees for best actor were Russell Crowe in The Insider, Richard Farnsworth in The Straight Story, hmm. Sean Penn in Sweet and Lowdown, a movie that doesn't exist. Oh yeah, he plays. Uh, um, he's like second fiddle to Django Reinhardt. Yeah. he's like a jazz guitarist who will never be as good. Is Django Reinhardt. I saw that movie. Whoa. Oh, sweet guitar. And then Denzel as the uh, the hurricane. Oh, uh, great. Okay. Got it. So. Pretty bad year, actually. Yeah. It's kind of <laughs> yucky. <laughs> Not a good Oscar year. <laughs> no. Because The Thin Red Line, was that nominated for anything? That might have. That came that... out in 99, I believe. Mm, I don't see it. The Thin Red Line. Let's see. Because I was going to pick that, too, but I don't understand the rules, so. <laughs> then, hmm. You know, the other drama I was thinking about for you that you introduced me to was Whoa. Pollock. Yep, that's on my board. Then Red Lines, 1998. Okay. You don't know anything! I feel like I haven't gone in a while. Is it my turn? It's your turn. Okay. Okay, I had a really stacked drama category. Oh, speaking of Julia Roberts, I had Nadine Hill in here, but I'm not picking it. Oh, that's not a good one. Um... But I'm going, it was, that was, oh gosh. I got three good picks here. And this one was also, no, I'm going to go with my original idea. Um, 1999 October Sky. <laughs> Yay! 
Jake Gyllenhaal, this is like what put him on the map. This is like what, mm-hmm. I mean, Jake Gyllenhaal is well, huge now. Mm-hmm. He's everywhere. And this was considered, I think, the first time you, he was a starring role. Like the first time, a leading role. Is this role. before Donnie Darko? Yes, I yeah. believe it is. Because, mm-hmm. okay. um, yes, so it was this, and I think Donnie Darko was like a year or two later. October Sky is the one with he, the rockets, right? Yeah. Oh, that. yeah, that's right. Yeah, he builds the rockets in high school. Um, Laura Dern is the teacher. Oh, yeah. Is Chris Cooper in Chris, Chris Cooper. Cooper's yeah. his dad. Yeah. yeah. And they're in like oh, West, West Virginia or something, right? Yeah, uh-huh. they're in the coal mining. Coal like he's mining. destined to just go work in the mines like his father, but he... Wow. He does this like after school science club or something and builds those rockets. But yeah. it's great. I've this and um Apollo thirteen mm. and those are some of my like favorite favorite It's also about rockets. Yes. I should have been an astronaut, I guess. I don't know what I think you like rockets. Yeah, my I guess so. Yeah. But Don't you love it? This category, because it was it was kind of stacked. I had a lot of choices and ideas of where i could take this one but and this movie I don't know, that one stuck out i watched it i've rewatched it a lot it plays into the early days of our relationship i remember watching this yeah at your apartment at uh in east lansing yes which will remain unnamed who cares I can't think of it castle point castle point thank you yeah that was a lot of fun mm-hmm. cool love laura it's, dern anytime she yeah, shows up yeah it's so. it's always enjoyable what can you do it's always enjoyable to watch kind of had a I like that time period too. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. I should rewatch it. Yes, mm-hmm. excellent choice. But when I think about Jake Gyllenhaal um, today, I mean, you know, there's so much that I like that he does. And when I was looking back, that this was his first leading role, I was like, oh, so this is kind of when I when I first, I don't know, when a lot of people first discovered him. And then, what's your favorite off. favorite Gyllenhaal? Um, I think it's Nightcrawler. Mm-hmm. It's Nightcrawler, then Zodiac, <gasps> and October Sky. Some great fucking picks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he's, I mean, when and there's so Ooh. many, yeah, Prisoners. Prisoners is great too. Mm. Um, the one with the, the spider at the end? Imposter? No. Enemy? Enemy. 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 Yeah. Gross. Have you seen, uh, did you see uh, Ambu LA Ants? <laughs> what? We saw it. We, it was on at your house. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, God, oh yeah, we saw that. And he was That's in another it. Netflix show where he plays um, the art critic. No, it's called. Oh, the... I don't know the the name of the movie is really nondescript, but he's a nine one one operator. Oh yeah, and it mm-hmm. all takes. He, wow. I remember him doing an interview about it because it was filmed during the pandemic, where him and the director were never in the same room. They would always. Mm. The director was in like a trailer. He was filming because it was all like in one room, the whole movie, basically. I mean, but that's that's what he can do. Like, it's so good. But he's just in a room talking on the phone the whole time, basically. It's like phone booth. Yeah, exactly. Phone booth. Colin Farrell, 2003. Uh, Available for this draft. But if you're wondering. Wonderful. He's uh, he's one of the greats. Great. He's great. We love Jake. We love Jake. Thoughts and prayers to Jake. Just. just (laughs) Did because. he die? No, he's fine. Okay. He didn't die, but he's going to be in a few movies coming up that I'm I ho- I hope the best for him. He's he's going to be an <laughs> MMA fighter or something. He's going to be oh. in an MMA movie. He's oh, also- I watched him as a, a boxer. Know. What movie was that? Uh, uh right uh Southpaw. Yeah, I watched him in Southpaw oh. recently. I was said right. But draw. that's the How thing that? is like right I just draw. I like watching him and I was just scrolling through Netflix looking for something to watch. I'm like, "Oh, I'll watch it. I like boxing movies." He's on a lot of Netflix movies. I don't know how yeah. else to explain that, but 
Just, Jarhead. Jarhead that's not, is, a, that's not a Netflix movie, but it's wow. always he's got a lot of movies that are on that are streaming on Netflix. Jarhead. Speaking of Sam Mendes, you know what I think? All right, this is gonna be the one. <laughs> the MMA movie. That's gonna be the one. MMA, and he's also in some weird military movie that's coming out soon. It's like, okay, don't know. I don't, I don't, don't care know. for that. Don't know what's going on. I don't like it. Okay. But you know what? October seventh. I'm glad I got that pick. That's cool. Makes I'm total fucking sense. Happy for you that you got that. <laughs> happy for Jake. Yes. We're always happy for Jake. Yes. So I think it's. Uh, I get two. Tony. Tony. This is my last two picks. I have a drama and a wild card. My drama, I should probably also pick the one that's closest to my heart that I know you guys are not going to try and snatch for me. So in drama from 1999, directed by Stanley Kubrick, Mm. starring Tom Cruise Mm. and Nicole Kidman, I am picking Eyes Wide Shut. (laughs) Yay! Great. It's a... Again, a you know movie another... that's very important to me. Mm. Definitely didn't see it in theaters. Mm. It came out in July 1999. It was a summer. Wow. <laughs> All the masks. They did Backwards not have... talk. The only preview for it was. Clo- yeah, Do you remember it. the trailer? Like just some random close up shots of the of Tom and Nicole. And then they're playing a Chris Isaac song behind it. And, in the nude. And it was like. Is that when they were still a married couple? They were married. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. They were married. It was Stanley Kubrick's last movie. Yes. Um, they spent some record number of days shooting it, like a year or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. Long time. Definitely didn't see it in theaters. Saw it on, you know, DVD many years later, and it kind of mm-hmm. grew on me because it starts off as like this, oh, this is the Naked People movie with the yep. orgy. Oh, my God. Ha, ha, ha. And then later after like the fifth viewing you realize it's actually very like funny <laughs> they have sex naked what can you imagine i don't think i've seen it I there should, is I no should see it. Boy, boy, boy. i'm having sex i'm getting busy there is no intercourse involving tom cruise in the movie no of course not. which is part of the joke i think not. it's it's very funny that he doesn't because of course he goes through the whole movie being like so jealous and hateful that yeah it's like why isn't this why do i why don't i get to do the cool stuff and then and then it ends did yeah. you see the new Top Gun? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I assume. <laughs> We're all Americans. We've seen it. The weirdest, like, <laughs> intimate scene where he's filmed, like, here and up. Like, here and up. And she's, like, fully clothed in bed. Just thinking. You know. I thought they did the appropriate <laughs> amounts so of kind of nothing. I mean, it there. doesn't need it. It was a weird love scene. It doesn't need it, but it was so weird. It threw me off. Yeah. I, I it was weird enough for me to be like, wait, what's happening here? When it really shouldn't have. Like the scene fades from him with the shirt to no shirt. To shoulder. Like she remains shoulder. dressed. There's something weird about it. it I took notes bizarre. on this. Yeah. I was strange love scene. It was again, it was weird yeah. enough for me to be like, what is this? Why it was is like this dry happening? shredded wheat. For about forty five seconds I was sitting in the theater by myself praying that they weren't gonna show like a some kind of any kind of like actual Physical intimacy. intimacy involving Tom Cruise. Yeah, and they, they, and they, they didn't. didn't. It cuts. It, it, it cuts right away to the like, they They're like, ha, ha, ha. You're right. You so kind of have weird. to pull the ripcord on that. Yeah, yeah you like, don't want to see it. It's like, don't. Anyways, I should see that movie. Yes. I'll switch it. I, uh, when I was going through the list, I saw Closer. Mm. I was thinking. I was like, oh, I think Tony really, really likes this movie. I watched it because you bought it for me or something. Closer is one of those movies that I really liked 
at the time. At the time. It was a huge, huge DVD movie. And I watch it now and I'm kind of like, oh, wow, this is kind of a lot. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't think I've seen it for um, many, many, many years. But. Closer is a great time capsule for the I. Uh, the idealized version of how people are supposed to dress in like the year 2003 mm. <laughs> with like the everyone's got the must up hairstyle oh the men, yeah. the men have all of like the bed like they all took bedhead hair products oh yeah <laughs> it was sort of the de- the beginning of the decline of jude law's hair i think oh poor guy if he can afford plugs what, what's he doing um i almost i almost took go in the wild card category for that reason because i think it encapsulates the late 90s in a yeah. similar oh. way Go is a better movie than Closer. Yeah, it goes a good movie. All right, I took Eyes Wide Shut. Wild card. Let's go wild. Let's see. What do I got? So many years, so many movies. What is the thing I care about the most? Mm. I truly was not prepared for this moment. It's I'm okay. Deb- I don't I'm, even know the rules. I'm debating. <laughs> Jeff's going to pick another comedy. He's going to pick a third comedy. <laughs> third <time. laughs> Why can't I have the things I want? Why can't I? I've kind of I've kind of got it between like three movies, but I think what I'm going to do is pick a movie. Movies. The likes of which Movies. will astound you and shock you. I'm not wearing a tie at all. Um... <laughs> I'm doing. You have five seconds. I'm, five, do, I'm doing an elimination in my three, head. Three, two. <laughs> Being John Malkovich. <laughs> Had to do it. Wonderful. Had to do it to him. Love it. Um, one of the funniest movies I've ever seen in my life. Yep. <laughs> Again, not one I saw in the theaters, but. Probably like five, six years later, I randomly saw it on TV or something like that. And then it kind of grew on me. And there are so many moments from that movie that just like live in my head. Um, The puppet scene, Mm -hmm. um, the video montage where he finally starts inhabiting the body and you see everyone being like, wow, he's such a visionary. Mm -hmm. And Sean Penn's like, now I kind of want to do puppetry, but I don't want to be seen as like a follower. Like, that's hilarious. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Catherine Keener. I remember her. Yeah, it's been years since I've seen it, but it it you cannot watch that movie and not have it make an impression on you. It's visionary. It's great. Low overhead. Pass the savings on to you. Mm-hmm. 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 It's a favorite joke that no one ever gets. <laughs> They're literally walking like this because it has low. That, that's a fucking hilarious joke. Whose turn now, Jeff? Me? No, you. Me. Okay. Your last pick. Your wild card. Oh gosh. Okay. I've got a ton of choices because basically I can just pick anything on my list now. Okay, okay. It's hard, isn't it? You guys are like, uh, hurry up and pick, asshole. Oh, yeah, because no, if wild card is left last, then it's like, well, it's any of these. It's things. anything. Okay. I think I'm going to go with my gut because I thought my second pick in Wildcard was going to be taken. So I'll just let it go. I'm going to go okay. with my first pick. School of Rock. <laughs> yes. Great. I think it's in one of my, I, we've talked about it on the podcast. I think it's in, when I think about it, it's, n- you know, no matter what genre, I think it's one of my top 10 favorite movies. It's so funny. So entertaining. It's so entertaining. 
Jack Black is just like out of control, but like mm-hmm. it works. It's sweet. No one else can do what he does. Sweet, no one else can but do not it. too sweet. None of the kids are like too good. They're not annoying. Yes, yeah. they're not too good, but they're not. Um, yeah, they're not too good. Yeah, and the supporting cast are like kind of funny, but they're also not trying to upstage him. Like Sarah Silverman isn't even trying to upstage Joe him. Joe Cusack, no. just a great supporting role. Yeah, she's perfect. She does an amazing job. Yeah, I mean, Jack Black is just such an over-the-top character, but he can do what he does. And, and Linklater is so good at doing the thing where it's very funny, but it's so sincere, too. Mm-hmm. And the performance over the credits of It's a I, Long Way to the Top. It's one of the only movies where I'll, besides a Marvel movie where you wait for the scene afterwards, it's the only movie I watch through the credits because when they're just like jamming out, it's so real he's truly a a old school showbiz triple threat like singing dancing acting playing guitar as well quadruple threat um great choice there's there's very few movies where it's a main where the main ensemble cast is kids and kids at what what are they fifth grade or something like oof that could be real bad but how old are they i think they're like 10 middle school yeah Mm I think they're I think they're like ten or eleven, but the kid who plays the electric guitar, mm-hmm. like really awkward, but it's not. We were making straight it's not A's. like Disney show awkward, but it's not. Yeah, it's not. Stucky in the dumb days. <laughs> Great, fantastic. Um, it is. We support your choice. Yeah, I think it's one of the greatest movies of all time. <laughs> It's one of the only movies on this list that my Mo has seen and really likes that movie. Yeah. One thousand percent. Yeah, it spans ages. You can watch it with anyone, but it's enjoyable and funny and like you love the movies where it ends up with like the big performance. Like that's always fun. And this one is actually enjoyable even though they're kids playing a rock song. Like that kind of sounds like it go real bad. But this and this is actually another movie that was part of the lexicon of you know, musician friends I used to have, like mm. just quoting um, Mint Condition. Yeah. Like, Cello. Cello. Yeah. Just just these these little phrases were just commonplace. Like in our insert whatever. Appreciation. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Rock yeah. appreciation. Rock theory. And oh, yeah. Does this, Jeff, does this movie have like a positive reputation in like the musician scene? I, I would say so. To invoke Miguel's name again, it's one of his favorite movies, and he would just he would just talk in lines from this film. <laughs> yeah, um, that's good. Again, bringing to mind the line "mint can dish." He would say that all the time. <laughs> it it has a positive reputation because uh, Jack Black already made a name for himself with Tenacious D. Right. There was serious musical cred there. Yeah. Um. So I would say yes in the musician community, it is hollowed. We need more Jack Black Linklater collabs. Bernie's also very good. Oh my god, that's one of my favorite movies. That's one of the great. Yeah, I'll tell you right now. That is, um, I don't, I don't know how to describe in words how good that movie. When I watch him sing "Love Lifted Me," (laughs) I go away, and I'm, I'm just, I'm in the car with him. And he's also, he also does the Music Man at some point in that movie. I think seventy-six Trump. Oh, oh yeah, the, the local theater. I can't remember how many trombones, but you're right. Is that it? Has everyone picked as much um, as they're gonna pick? I think we have. You've still got to do a blockbuster. I've got a blockbuster. Blockbuster video. All right. 
what is my blockbuster going to be? It might be something that's going to live in infamy because I have distinct memories around it. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with Star Wars Episode One. Yay! <laughs> 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 oh no! Here's why. Let me explain myself. So, <clears throat> for my whole family to see a movie together, me, Doreen, Matt, it rarely happens. Mm-hmm. And we tend to, we did see uh, uh, Goodwill Hunting in the theater together. Oh. That was a quality time. But usually it's like Patch Adams. <laughs> 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 like we end up seeing a piece of shit. Yeah. And. Oh, I hate that movie. We were so psyched to go as a family to see Star Wars Episode One, And what do you get when you go see it? I mean, you get Darth Maul. Sure. Great. Wonderful. But you get Jar Jar Binks as well. <laughs> Lisa called Jar Jar Binks. And you get, uh, what's the kid's name? Is, is this the whole uh, series? <laughs> that poor kid, Jake poor uh, something. Kid Jake. Yippee! A real big budget stinker. What was the Phantom Menace exactly? We're not really sure, right? I don't Taxing, really know. It tax, was taxation. Tax, space taxes. <laughs> it was real dry, again, shredded wheat biscuits of a plot. But you get Darth Maul out of it. But like... My mom left confused. I'm sure Doreen didn't know what was happening. <laughs> Matt, I forget sometimes that Matt studied film and he wasn't happy with it. Oh, gosh. I just glommed on to Jar Jar Binks and uh, Jake Young. Is that the kid? I don't know. I Why are you looking at me? Um, Jake something. Here, I get it. Uh, uh, you're looking at me because I'm the guy I'm supposed to look it up. Okay. <laughs> he was looking at me like I Johnny. Johnny. I've seen more Star Wars. Jake films. Lloyd. Jake Lloyd. Who's Jake Young? Like a quarterback? I don't know. Um, <laughs> Jake the Snake. Jake the Snake. So, real stink bomb, but positive memories. Oh, that kid. From Jingle All the Way. From Jingle All yeah, the Way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's really Yippee! Annoying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to pepper myself with Jar Jar Binks drops. I definitely saw Phantom Menace in the theater. It was a very communal experience with a yes. bunch of my high school friends. Oh, good. And I... <laughs> And how did you feel? I distinctly remember us all going in, being very excited for it. And, you know, we sat through it. And then we left and, like, no one wanted to admit that it was bad. <laughs> so we all, we all left and we're like, what was your favorite part? What was your favorite part? Oh, you know. Lightsaber. And then, like, over Lightsaber? The, and this was before, like, mass opinion sort of, like, you could see. Any, aggregate opinion. We had no way to aggregate anyone's takes yes. outside yeah. of our own. So I was yeah. like, well, I, uh, but then like over the course of like several weeks, you started to kind of like revisit it in your head be like, it, wait, it was bad. Did that suck guys? <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> it stinks. Like, let's be honest. It really, it was really bad. Tony, Tony, you mustn't blame yourself. <laughs> it's okay. It's a good movie. It was a fun time with friends. <laughs> it, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Right. Fucking thing sucks. Oh no! Taxation is Space taxes. <laughs> Space taxes. It starts off the opening scrawl is just like, what? Yeah. The fuck are you talking about? Yeah. It's like the galactic trade routes. It's social studies in space. And it's real bad. And Except a, for Darth Maul. Darth Maul. Don't you cool. see? You see? That's the thing. Darth Maul is cool. I mean, look, the trailer when the thing comes out of the second end of oh holy shit. Like <laughs> the, there is nothing in the world cooler than that at the time when that came no. out. Nope. We're pre-Marvel. We're pre- all that. And, um, you know, sometimes you, you take a gamble. Sometimes you get 
Sometimes you get uh, I'm blanking on the name of the movie, but I'm gonna cut all that. Sometimes you get a good one. Sometimes you don't. Yes. Yeah, that's true. That's true. The well whole said. time you guys have been <laughs> talking about Star Wars, I've been singing the math, 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 math. Oh, from School Rock. Wonderful. When he's singing Great the math song. song. Mm-hmm. I was that's what's going through my head while you're talking about Star Wars. I was going to say sometimes you get Goodwill Hunting, sometimes you get Patch Adams when oh, you go, you go. Out to the theater as a fan. <laughs> Speaking Adams. of Robin Williams, one movie that I distinctly remember seeing in theaters from this time period, for some reason, is Bicentennial Man. Did you guys ever see that? <laughs> I don't How do you make so. a handkerchief dance? Put a little boogie in it. That's from the from the trailer. Yeah. Yuck. Anyway. Oh my God! What are you doing? Did you see in the uh, the other prequels in the, in the theater too? I I did. I saw I, all three. I remember. I don't remember the second one, but me and a college friend stayed up all night. This is by so by the you know, Phantom Menace came out in high school, and then by the time the third one came out, um, Revenge of the Sith. By the time that came out, I was in college and me and a friend stayed up all night and went to go see like a 3 a.m. showing. <laughs> and it was downtown Chicago and there was a lot of people um, doing cosplay and, and that kind of thing. Ooh, cosplay. Yeah, my favorite. Yeah, that's what happens in that movie. That's right. Snow. Yeah, I, I thought The Clone Wars was f- fine perfectly fun with a bunch of action and young Yoda flipping around with his lightsaber. But when I think of the third one, I think of Darth Vader saying no. Yes. And right. um, Hayden Christensen, Christensen, Hayden Christensen getting his legs cut off, which was fun. Well, I think we've done it. Have we all picked? That's it. That's the whole draft. Oh my goodness. So do we now, do we read off our, our whole list? Yeah. So, I can. I have it all in front of me if you'd okay. like, like me to do it. Okay, so okay. Angie. Angie in drama has October Sky. Mm. In comedy, she has Mean Girls. In blockbuster, My Big Fat Greek Wedding. In action slash horror slash thriller, The Sixth Sense. In Oscar nominee, Aaron Brockovich. And in wild card, School of Rock. Oh, that's a good list. Well done. I want to watch all those movies. Well that's done. Yes. That's the goal of the draft. You just want to watch all yes. your movies. Yes, I do. And Jeff, uh, in drama, Lost in Translation, mm. comedy, Anchorman, yes. blockbuster, Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace, <laughs> colon, The Phantom Menace, action horror, The Exorcist, 2000 Director's Cut, yes. Oscar nominee, American Beauty, and wild card, X-Men. Okay. Cool. Okay. Those are Do you want to watch all those movies? Those are definitely all movies. <laughs> no. I fucked up. I don't want to watch no. all those movies. That's an interesting draft. <laughs> If the goal is to want to see them again, no, I fucked up. <laughs> um, moving on. So me, I had drama, Eyes Wide Shut, comedy, Sideways, Blockbuster, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, Action Horror, Spider-Man 2, Oscar nominee, Mulholland Drive, and Wild Card, Being John Malkovich. Yes. Oh, and a little giggle there, too. <laughs> Great. What are some ones that you guys left on the board? Oh, man. Um, Great question. Any honorable mentions uh, well, from a Napoleon, five-year time span? Napoleon Dynamite was... No one got that, huh? I thought... Because I had School of Rock and Napoleon Dynamite in a couple different spots, but I'm really glad I picked School of Rock because I think I loved Napoleon Dynamite, but I could watch School of Rock every other day. Me too. I 
I almost picked Napoleon Dynamite. Mm-hmm. It was it was Anchorman or Napoleon Dynamite first pick. You had to pick. I had Anchorman, to pick Anchorman was the right choice in terms of enjoyment in the theater. Mm-hmm. Um, I left on the board Pollock. Yeah, obviously with <laughs> with yeah. my guy Ed Harris, fantastic movie. Um, bringing out the dead with Nicolas Cage. Oh wow, that was the first. That was the first serious drama that I remember making an impact on me in the theater. My brother and I went to see it. He just recently said it's one of his top five favorite movies. Yes. Oh. I've never seen it. I shared that post on Instagram. And, my uh, other one yes. in, sorry, my other one in a couple spots was Catch Me If You Can. Great. Mm. It was under Oscar and I had it under drama. Probably a blockbuster too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I think Easy. so. Yeah. I love that movie. That one holds up. That's probably one of my top five or six Spielbergs. Mm-hmm. I don't want to think about That's that right. too hard. <laughs> I had a couple crappy movies on here that I love based on one scene, like uh, The Punisher with Thomas Jane. I don't think I've ever seen that. Because the so John Travolta is the villain. So just imagine that. That's oh, he's <laughs> a... Right? Or no, I'm thinking of something else. No, he's like a slick... I'm pointing to my head. Corporate in a. What does that mean? For those of you at home, he's pointing to his head. Just pointing to my head as if there's a target at my head. I'm thinking of Colin Farrell. And yes. Daredevil. And Daredevil. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But you get to watch John Travolta be dragged by his ankles by a muscle car through like a field of mines as they explode. <laughs> and it's ridiculous. I love bad movies. So, but I, I wanted to be earnest in my picks for this one, except for Star Wars Episode One. But. Um, I almost chose the Punisher in my wild card. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, now that I know the rules, um, this has been a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Next time. Next time I'll get it. I, I definitely, what did I leave? I, uh, yeah. No one picked the Matrix. That's. Oh, oh I thought one of you were, would pick the Matrix. I thought you would, Tony. Yeah, yeah. I had it on. I, I don't know why I didn't. I mean, it's that's a very fun theater story for me because it was me and dad. We, went, we saw it in oh, Virginia good. for some reason. Doubt. visiting i i guess it, it was it's because it came out on easter oh, okay it came out around easter time 1999 and so we saw it down <laughs> there and i distinctly remember it wasn't a very full theater so it must have been a couple couple weeks after it came out yeah but might have been like during the day too if we were there on vacation yeah but i remember you know the scene open it's got kind of a cold cold open action sequence with yes. carrie carrie Ann moss inside the matrix and like fighting a fighting an agent or whatever and the very within the first minute, they do one of the camera tricks, where where it like loops around, and people clapped in the middle of the, the scene, <laughs> including me. I was like, "That's fucking incredible!" I've never that was like when the world turned its color, and yes, the Wizard of Oz for people of my age, yeah. it's crazy. In movies where they they depict someone doing drugs, and you see that the the pupil dilate, mm. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it's that's that's what that is. Yeah, yeah, very important movie, incredibly. Um, I had Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Mm. I almost took that in drama. Um, the Royal Tenenbaums was yeah my second, second or third comedy. Oh, my other comedy that I thought I thought for sure you guys were going to take this was Wet Hot American Summer. Oh, that was 04? 2001. Oh, 2001? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But See, it doesn't really register in any of the box office. No. And so that's why it's... That's why when we got started i was like oh because you were just looking at like lists and i kind of scrolled down for a little bit and then i'd stop and go to the next year i'm like there's gotta be something i'm missing 
I, I rushed through my research yeah, and it shows. Way to go, my boy. Um, speaking of Nick Cage, I had, and I regret this, I should have taken um, Captain Corelli's mandolin. It's okay. That's a joke. I had a ton of rom coms. I had Notting Hill, Legally Blonde, Miss Congeniality, Runaway Bride. It was just a big time for all those rom coms. Best in Show was 2000. Mm-hmm. That's on my list. I thought you were maybe going to pick that one too. A lot of dark comedies. I had Rushmore, Election, Fantastic, Office Space. Yep, Office Space is on my board. South I heard, Park. I heard Huckabee's. Mm-hmm. Love that movie in college. Yep, Punch Drunk Love. <laughs> Intolerable Cruelty. One of the only movies I, <gasps> I remember. Oh, that's another one I saw. I was like Tony's gonna pick that. I remember seeing that at the theater. I was talking about by Pequods. Nice. I had. <laughs> I had Entrapment. In action, because it contains one of the worst lines of all time. Uh, Is that read. the one with the laser room? Yeah. Okay. With uh, Sean Connery, and he says, rule number one, how do I know you're not a cop? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Well, now that I know how it works, uh, we're going to do this again sometime. It's uh, uh, an extreme pleasure to have a third voice in studio. What... A magical time that was for Tony. for everyone. <laughs> Thank you, Tony, our research czar, for sitting in with us. Thanks for having me and letting me win a draft. It was oh, of course you win. I'm sorry. I have one more thing. One more. <laughs> one more. I cannot believe you didn't pick was Big Daddy. Yep, that was on there. That's on the board. Uh, oh, okay. But in terms of like influential comedy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anchorman rewired my brain. Yeah. So. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. This might be a cruel to rewind episode. It might be meatball salad. We don't know. It might be a cruel to meatball. Always rewind your meatball. Ball Take, to rewind. Click ball to around rewind. and eat your salad. And eat your salad. Listen, listen. It's a cruel world out there, but all you can do is click around and try your best. Okay? <laughs> we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Just kidding. Bye, darling. Totally radical! Fabuloso! We love you! We love you! Thank you! (laughs) All right, all right! Thank you! Good old-fashioned fun!